Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to our Excedra show. Uh, I'm Chris. Got Paul and Joe with me. And hey, we have fun. I don't have time to edit that many video clips from our show, uh, but I loved uh, a couple weeks ago we were having a draft of Christmas songs. And we had a fun moment that we shared. Uh, Paul, who was picking number one, and, you know, I don't know. I stand by my pick. Uh, I I try to stand as far away from it as I can. I kind (laughs) of felt it was like the 84 NBA draft where uh, Jordan was available and Sam Bowie was available, and Portland confidently ran to the front and said, Sam Bowie's our guy. You, you know, that's kind of <laughs> Wham was the Sam Bowie of nothing, of, nothing like that uh, at all. Very, you know, very like, much like you're that. Picking, you, you can pick either Jordan or LeBron. It's like, yeah, oh, okay, two right, all time no. great. Do not well. call. <laughs> Last Christmas, LeBron James. How dare you? Well, here's interesting. So um, I, I didn't know we were popular in Sweden, but apparently a couple Thomas Mazzetti and his wife Hannah are trying to raise money. Uh, they, they must not like Wham. They must agree with uh, Joe and I. And they said... They must gonna... not like Joy. <laughs> They're like, we're going to buy the rights of Last Christmas by Wham, so we never have to listen to it again. Um, apparently, Hannah said she hates the song from 12 years ago. Her boss played the song on repeat in the cafe where she worked in Oxford. Uh, she's like, he so was smart, only... Where the smart people are. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if it's Oxford here or Oxford, Sweden. I don't know. Uh, but We're going with the smart Oxford, just for the sake yes. of my argument. <laughs> All right. So that your argument works better. Oh, okay. <laughs> Paul is fired up about this. I mean, yeah. he will do, he will defend this to death. Um, she says, "Hey, the boss is only in now and then, so he didn't fully appreciate the agony that the rest of the staff felt when last Christmas played for the hundredth time of the working day." If by agony she means delight, yes. that is not what she means. That's not. No. Well, I'm not great at foreign money so when we talk about is this fifty thousand pounds uh yes they've raised fifty thousand pounds which is british money okay so that's (coughs) yeah possibly buy you the rights to that song well it's like sixty thousand forty in u.s well here's the situation they're saying that the rights are currently owned by warner chappelle music uk they're valued at between $15 million and $25 million. Now, here's the catch. It looks like the couple has raised 50,000 pounds, which is like 60240 U.S. dollars. It's in there. Whatever the P is. I don't know what P. I think that's yeah, I'm not sure Swedish money. I'm not sure. I'll, see, I'll have to look that up. And we're looking at 15 to $25 million for rights to the song. So... I mean, that's not good. They still got ways to go if they're going to buy that, right? I mean, everyone's got to be a Grinch, I guess. How is last Christmas? And again, I'm not making fun of the song necessarily. 15 Where is this article from? Uh, what the... Thegrinch.net. <laughs> Maybe. The Philippine star. <laughs> Philippines. Okay, so the P is a Philippine... Okay. Current unit of currency. The Philippine peso. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, so well, in the, the currency right that they're Exchange they're talking rate. about, well, yeah, you'd have to raise the 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 rights are somewhere between fifteen million American dollars and twenty five million. They have raised. Oh boy. Um, a little over sixty thousand. Yeah, so, so that's got, nowhere near enough. Like that's yeah, the point. Back to my point. Well, here's the other thing too. Say somehow they raise fifteen million. They'll still have to negotiate that. And if you're a good negotiator, like if you own the rights to land flat Christmas, this couple walks in and says, "Hey, believe it or not, here's fifteen million. Let's say they raise that. I would be like, hey." Uh, our price has gone up. You can go get some more money, you know? Well, especially knowing what they want to do with it. Yeah, they're going to blow it up in a finished dumpster or something? I mean, it, like the song or not, not. can you think of a a larger waste of money than to potentially pay $25 million just so you don't have to hear a song again? If a couple of chiefs getting the money, they they shared that they intend to dump the master recording in a finished nuclear waste site where it will rest for at least two million years. Two million years, at least. Well, in, why? At which they, point somebody will dig it back up? Sweden. <laughs> why are they run smack on Finland? They're like, ah, we're gonna go to Finland. Well, you gotta go where the good nuclear waste sites are. <laughs> yeah, but I think this is a. They're ripping Finland. I mean, this could be war here. Maybe we, we start a war over this. Well, they're from the UK, right? Um, why? Well, they sure. were, we're in Oxford. Yeah, it's a Swedish couple. Why are they throwing out Finland? Why don't they just say, I don't know. We're in Sweden to blow it up. I mean, come on. Well, you got to go where the things are. Yeah, but that would be if like. If you want it to be a nuclear waste, got to right. go where the nuclear waste is. Yeah, but wouldn't that be Chernobyl? Say I made news saying I'm going to blow up a football or whatever I want to blow up. Mm-hmm. If I say, hey, I'm coming to Canada to blow up down there. If I'm Canada, look, what the heck? Why are they coming down here? Blow up your own darn country. <laughs> we just solved it. You know what I mean? You're just like, I'm Canada. Leave me out of this, man. Yeah. I don't I don't need to be a part of this. I, I mean, why are they throwing Well, also, out- they're in Sweden, so it's like next door to Finland, so it's not a big deal. Okay. But That's not far. Like, you know, I mean, if I'm Vladimir Putin, I say, hey, I'm coming over to America. Do you think a lot about what if I'm Vladimir Putin? Oh, <laughs> 10 times a day. I mean, <laughs> shall, shall we recount Chris's hot takes over the past? <laughs> oh, man, that would be a that would be a, a cut that I would love to see all of Chris's hot takes. Especially after a business meeting today where I say, hey, listen to this. You know, yes, please. Oh, man. It's all That'd my be so good. Why not? It'd be fantastic. Just put together a super cut of all of the most absurd things that Chris has said. Just a top <laughs> 10 would be enough. <laughs> I mean, if I would like family recruiting, I mean, hey, that probably doesn't rank in the top 20, which isn't good because that would be Because <laughs> that's actually tame. For some right. of the things that you have suggested, yes, but you know, hey, we can all have our dreams and thoughts. I don't know, you know, whatever. Yeah, like I that. get mocked for liking last Christmas. Well, listen, you're allowed to like it, you chose it as the best Christmas song of all time because it is that was your choice. Like, liking it is perfectly fine. 
Yeah, there's times when I'm okay with listening to uh, Wonderful Christmas Time. But objectively, that's a terrible song. <laughs> I guess it is the, the bottom of the barrel of, you know, of songs. I, I can go through an entire Christmas season and, be, and someone could say, so how often did you hear Nat King Cole's Christmas song? Be like, you know, I don't think I did. But if someone says, hey, did you get to hear Wham's Last Christmas? I'm like, no, it wasn't even Christmas. It's I, I like if I were if I were just walking through like a mall or something and I, I, someone asked me, did you hear a pleasant noise? Did you hear something that was pleasing to you so, yes, that I did just carried you through? Play. Or did you see that guy who was playing a one-man band with a bass drum strapped to his back and cymbals between his knees? I'm going to remember the time that I heard the one-man band, but I don't like it. It's not good. <laughs> but I will remember it because Christmas there was this time what? that an idiot walked up to me as a one-man band. Christmas without last Christmas is like going to Washington, D.C. and like avoiding all of the major monuments, which is brilliant. I did something worse. Than it. it might be worse than last Christmas. Um, I could uh, just getting back to our people like I could think of so much better ways of spending that amount of money, like by, like making more better Christmas songs. I, I fixed a small sound issue in my laptop. I was upstairs with the family, um, and we have a lame joke. My wife takes the dog out. Uh, who let the dogs out? You know, Becky, Becky. It's just so dumb. Oh, my so, gosh. That's my, terrible. Do not call her to reflect on the moment. <laughs> do not call her. Well, here's where it got worse. My daughter um, picked up on it. And she starts singing Who Let the Dogs Out. Oh, no. <laughs> you know that. And apparently uh, her music teacher plays some pop music. And, you know, it's probably kind of tame for a 10-year-old. I mean, you're not listening to, like, hardcore gangster rap or anything. Um, so my kid started, the 16-year-old started kind of humming along to it. So we ended up playing Who Let the Dogs Out. And, you know, my daughter's dancing around and the 16-year-old is dancing around. It was just kind of a... It was a moment. I mean, I love my family, so I'm not going to disown them for that. But looking back at that, I feel really awkward even telling you guys that story. Ugh, but, but you don't choose that song as the number one greatest song of all time. <laughs> I, I got in my head up to listen to it. I'm, okay, but so do I. Back, I'm not happy to, about it. Yes. Billboard's list of the top Christmas songs ever. Yeah. What but... two songs were back to back? That singing dogs jingle bells and <laughs> Hitler's recording of Hark the Herald Angels Sing. I talked to one tonight in a podcast. Hitler singing Stille Nacht. We, we went to like the SNL, like one guy's opinion. Christmas oh, special. Of, Hi, honey, I'm home. Hi, honey, I'm yes. Christmas yes. special. Oh my gosh. <laughs> list of the top actors it was one guy's opinion of that on Saturday Life we didn't agree with the list it was like number two was Phil Hartman I love Phil Hartman, oh, I, Phil, I, Hartman I, I, Phil Hartman there. I'd put him up there I'm not sure about number two I mean I, I like him I can't say anything bad about him but number two I, I don't know so it was one. Yeah, I remember it was one list A Murphy was their opinion who number one was, was. number one oh and, but and that's fine. I mean, you know, you can agree or not. But that's one guy's opinion. 
So Paul's bringing up these lists of probably from the guy who wrote the song. It was probably with Wham saying, hey, here's my idea for the yeah. favorite <laughs> of all time. And not George Michael, the other guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I bring these stories into our show all the time about, hey, this survey says Chicago is the fourth best city for eating macaroni and cheese. And it's fun to talk about. We're all go up in arms, but again, it's just some dumb study. You know, it's not, it doesn't mean everything, right? No, because last Christmas is a great Christmas song. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to die. Paul's just digging in his heels now. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> last Christmas and Kenny Pickett. I mean, hey, don't that's see, what, I, see if the it, there was something sure. where Kenny Pickett sang last Christmas. Oh my gosh, yeah, Paul would buy that. <laughs> my daughter got off of work earlier than expected, so I was able to get home. I had to get here in time to make sure I wasn't still hearing the, you know, Kenny's looking okay, but I'm still not sold on whether he's the future or not. <laughs> had to shut that stuff down. <laughs> I, I'm checking something out. I, I don't think he's on there. Kenny? Uh, on cameo, I don't think Kenny Pickett's on cameo, but if he was, could you imagine getting a cameo? You probably have to pay big money, but of like maybe we could raise uh 50,000 British pounds, yes, to get <laughs> Kenny Pickett to sing Last Christmas, yeah. Because if you're on cameo, people can pay you to do stuff, which just sounds really weird, uh, but it's just really sketch, yes, yes, but you know. When you say it like that, it sounds horrible. <laughs> well, that's why the like about cameo. I mean, it, as a journalist, I get a chance to interview some of these people from time to time. It's fun to do that, but I wouldn't pay money to do that. I mean, Paul and I, we talked to Kevin Love once. That was a fun experience for both of us, but if I had to pay for that experience, uh, I wouldn't do that. But people do that. I, have you ever seen cameo? I've seen, I've never gotten one, but I've seen videos of cameos. Yeah. 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 You're pretty much saying, hey, here's a hundred bucks. Can you wish Joe Frost a happy birthday? And yeah, if you really like that person, maybe that's fun. But man, paying a celebrity a hundred bucks to say what you want them to say for a minute, it's its almost, you know. <laughs> it's, it's weird. I hate I, to use the word prostitution, but in essence, we're prostituting these people. You know, it's kind of weird. I yeah. don't know. There's there's a couple people I'd I, I'd I'd front the money if I had that kind of expendable income. Yeah. Well, well here's the other thing: is it cameo.com? The website's not even coming up. Did it go down or? Don't know. Yeah, who knows? Ow. Oh, um. See if okay. Andrew Ridgely's on there. Andrew Ridgely, who's that? Yeah. The other guy in Wham. Oh. <laughs> Paul's so upset too. He's the other guy wham. How dare you not know who I want to I want to get a cameo of him thanking me for sticking up for them in their fantastic song well, in the midst his, of this pool of hatred. Let's be let's be honest. His his cameo can't be that expensive, right? <laughs> what is it? 15 bucks? Ten? Yeah. <laughs> he pays you 10 bucks. I will pay the 10 bucks. If you accept my um, recording, I will give you ten bucks. No, I, I will bucks. give him twenty bucks <laughs> to, to do a cameo, admitting that the song is terrible. 
and he probably would take that. He's probably like, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I but need- I really need the twenty bucks right now. <laughs> the songs I could really use the twenty. Or what about Andrew Ridgely breaking down Kane Pickett's game on Monday night, you know, analyzing it? You know, <laughs> a video of him. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh. How, how would that be? I know what I'm doing when we're done tonight. On oh. December 21st, he posted a he did a podcast or something of his favorite festive tunes. I want to see what the man says. He's, he's not gonna he's tune. not gonna pick his own song. That's gauche. There's no way he's picking his own song. Come on, there's no way. Come on, man. All right. Well, let's Come just say with a big question. All right. So for uh Wham. 15 to 25 million, and you know, they'll buy the rights. And you know, lots so of starving children everywhere won't have to hear the song ever again. Well, here's the other problem there's 500 billion cover versions of Last Christmas. <laughs> so if you knock off, but that in one- theory, they're not allowed to do them, right? But when there's just to- a lot of them that are already out there, so I don't actually think that it would stop anything. Okay, well, here's what I'm thinking. What's our cost? Uh, we like podcasting together. I mean, I don't want to say no to doing a podcast together. But if somebody out there wants to say, let's retire the Excedra show, how much will we take for that? I would take $25 million for sure. Million? <laughs> if, were, if there was $25 million in this, yeah. I mean, I personally want $25 million. Okay. I don't want to split it with you. I want my oh. own $25 million. So I want, I want that to be clear. Well, Chris, uh, Chris you're kind of the program director of this. So I, I, I will just go on record. If somebody offers you 2500 to split amongst us, I'm in. <laughs> I didn't say I wouldn't take that. If somebody, <laughs> what I want is $25 million. If somebody gives three bucks to split the materials, we might just take the <laughs> Sayonara, everybody. It could be a scam. We could say, all right, etc. shows no more, etc. too, you know, or you know, yeah, even more etc. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Say, Screw you and your money. We're so much etc. So much. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah, or, or you know, you talked about cancel culture. Maybe it's a new form of cancel culture. Where we're just paying people off not to do anything anymore. You know? I think that's actually better than the way cancel culture has been, where we right. just decide someone's gone. If we actually pay them to go away, I feel like that's better. I mean, well, not much, but like I'm always kind of concerned because, like, oh, we're going to cancel this entertainer. Okay. Right. That person has no other marketable skills. This is the only way they have ways to feed their families, to to pay their bills, pay off their debts. Like, what what else is that person going to do now? That person was a professional comedian. They have no other useful skills. Well, if it's a great, <laughs> and if they're not going to get work anywhere ever again, what are you supposed to do? Well, if it's a great deep performance, <laughs> that much. Like I saw, I like analyzing uh, who's coming to a local comedy club. Holy Shore is still out there. Dudes. Oh, yeah. He still works. Okay, well... He doesn't do big venues, but he's still out there. Well, or how do you take... I don't know. I mean, there's probably people who would leave for like 10 bucks, you know? <laughs> <laughs> 
there's some people I wish would go away for ten bucks. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh man, wouldn't that be the case? You go on the Cameo site instead of paying for a personalized message, I would pay, like, pay for away. this person to yeah, pay for them to <laughs> not be Can on. Can we here. contact those people who are against last Christmas and make our case that there there's some wannabe politicians that if they could buy the rights for that person to go away, that there would be a grateful nation. Oh, it would man, do yeah. better good than getting rid of a song. With all the culture wars going on here, I can see Republicans donating large amounts of money to you know, do away with stuff that really is not big of a deal. But, and I, by the way, I have just tweeted at oh. Andrew Ridgely. Oh, Jesus. He's asking for our favorite Christmas song that <laughs> I think it's last Christmas, and I'm defending the song on a podcast. Let's see if he... Uh, See if he gives me a shout. How many? That might be better if it was Tears for Fears. But... Okay. 61,000 uh, connections. Um, Joe, are you surprised by that? What was it? Uh, 61,000 followers Andrew originally has. I'm, just I'm not curious. surprised by that. And well, I... last Christmas finished the number one song on the UK charts for 2022. There's a whole nation behind me. We're, we're relying on the taste of the British people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck to you. Everything British is better. Oof. Oof. If you watch, you don't, you need to watch more British TV. I don't know if I do. <laughs> no, I, I don't. <laughs> I watch enough TV as is. Um, <laughs> watches British TV, I'd be very happy. Name name three shows. Doctor Who, Taskmaster, Would I Lie to You? My top three. Eight what out was the first one? Countdown. Uh, I'll, I'll go with you on the uh, Taskmaster. Taskmaster. I, I need okay. to send you guys an episode to give you a, a flavor of Taskmaster and the, the beauty of that show. Okay. Do it. There's one I'll particular episode. What's that? I, I'll watch it. I'll watch your things. Yeah. Taskmaster, what was the other two? Taskmaster, Doctor Who. If you, you've never watched Doctor oh, Who. No, I, I've watched a little bit of Doctor Who, and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm full. I don't need any more. I watched the first iteration of this, like, podcast. We had different people on. We watched this show, and this guy's like, we all have to watch this movie. It's a British movie. It was kind of like the Naked Gun of British TV. I can't remember the movie name now. Uh, do you like Hot Pursuit or something? Hot I don't know. Fuzz. Hot, yes, was it that it? Hot Fuzz. That's yeah. a great movie. Oh, it sucked. <laughs> what? Get out of town! That movie is hilarious. We had three people on, and uh, this one guy, and he was smiling. We said, "Let's watch it." I'm like, all right, sure. I watched Hot that Fuzz. Week. Holy crap! The Edgar this- Wright movie. Yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh, with uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost? Yeah, and the other two guys on the podcast were like, oh man, this is the greatest thing ever. I'm like, you've got to be kidding. This I love that a, movie. Like, you're real, uh, Edgar so, Wright. We wouldn't have The Office record. without British TV. Yeah, I'll give you that. See, I, I still like the American British song, uh, The Office over British. Oh yeah, but it exists without the British version. Right. I have a lot of people in my life that have really. I love the I love the British version. I love British the British television uh, concept of very short runs of television. They have the ability to craft it so that the whole thing makes sense. (laughs) 
I have instead a lot of getting lost in the middle of a season. A lot of people in my life say British office more than American office, which I, I don't oh, know. it's so uncomfortable. But that's Ricky Gervais humor. <laughs> like it's it's painfully uncomfortable, and that's the humor. Yes, painfully All right. uncomfortable. All right. All right. Well, hey, we've got a couple more segments. We got a doozy coming up next. So, if you like our our doozy ones, stay tuned. We're going to be talking about the most handsome coaches in the world. All right. Hey. Uh, for Joe and Paul, this is Chris. Have a good one. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com. <laughs>